Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Matu Review and Us, a podcast of raw conversations with people that make our region tick. Uh, joining us today is former journalist, former chief baconeer, and now part-time uni student, Kat Stevens. Welcome. Thanks, Damo. It's lovely to be here. Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Why are you a former journalist and a former chief baconeer? Do people get sick of you and you've been sat? <laughs> well, I don't think any of those jobs ever quite leave you entirely. Yes. Once a journo, always a journo. Once a chief baconeer, perhaps always you always in the blood. You still got that bacon fest baby there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that you never stop worrying about and thinking about. But um, oh look, you know, life is a puzzle of many different pieces. It's a tapestry, a wonderful tapestry. So what are you studying at uni now? <laughs> uh, primary school teacher. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. So you've gone from being in the big huddle of, of journalism and annoying everyone to standing in front of a heap of kids that are going to annoy you for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> journalism is all about, sometimes, well, sometimes journalism can be about persuading people to tell their story and, and maybe do things that they don't want to do. Right. In the classroom, do you think it'll be any different? Do you think I'll be persuading? Hopefully I'll be persuasive enough so the yeah. kids will love every minute so and they'll just want to do what I, wa- I want the them to do. glue sticks and that sort of stuff. Is that the way you're thinking? Oh, look, it's going to be great. It's going to be it, great. I, I think, think it will be really, really awesome. I, I think the chance to get in there and work with young kids of today and just sort of, um, you know, provide a bit of a helping hand where you can is, um, yeah, these kids, they're growing up in a tough old world, tell you what. Yeah, compared to when we were kids, you know, I would just jump on the bike in my undies and ride down the road and (laughs) things were great. Oh, Damo, the visual, the visual. There's a very good photo of that and uh, I think my mum's still got it. Now, look, we try and keep things uh, simple around here, just... uh, couple of microphones on location, no fancy stuff, and just chat about yep. uh, important stuff that you uh, want to talk about. So, Kath, what do you want to talk about today? Oh, well, when you asked me to nominate a subject, I thought maybe tourism. Tourism is, you know, a big deal in the South Bennett, particularly at the moment. Yeah. Tourism everywhere seems a big deal, and, and I guess people don't stop and think how important it is to a region or a city or a town mm-hmm until it can't be there. And this all really started even back uh, over Christmas time with the fires down in New South Wales and Victoria, mm. where those small towns really relied on tourism. And I think we've really seen a massive uh, effect of it during COVID. Yeah, no, it's been a, a crazy old 12 months, hasn't it? Yep. You look at the past 12 months and the way that, um, you know, tried and true models of tourism have just fallen over because of emergencies and disasters and states of emergency. Yeah, so why is tourism to you, why is it always the big talking point around councils, around business? Oh, look, I think um, I think the South Burnett is essentially a really proud region. Um, people who've lived here for a really long time love where they live and they're passionate about it and and they like to think that other people will want to visit where they live and enjoy it just as much as they do. Um, 
this part of the world, this part of southeast Queensland, is gorgeous and it's, um, you know, in a lot of ways untapped. There are lots of people who've been um, having a crack at the tourism industry here for a long time, but there's so much potential for growth. Um, and I think what's exciting over the, uh, is that over the past few months, um, with people not able to travel overseas and not able to travel interstate, we've seen Queenslanders really try to explore their backyard for the first time perhaps in a long time. And, you know, all that hard work that, um, you know, people within the council who've previously been involved in tourism have done over the past few years to really get the word out there about South Burnett, um, you know, going to regional flavours, continually talking to people about the South Burnett, continually talking about our wine industry and all of that kind of stuff. We've seen it pay off because people are coming in droves. And, and people are coming... Traditionally, what do you reckon the, the sort of age bracket of, of most of our tourists have been? Would it be that older demographic, like grey nomads in their caravans and, and, and people that have kids that have grown up that are looking for wineries and that sort of stuff? Oh, look, I, I think there's no doubt that um, the region benefits a great deal from the grey nomad, um, you know, dollar. Yes. <laughs> um, every time you drive past um, the tourist information centre, particularly at the moment, there are caravans parked out the front yes. there. Um, and I know from speaking to some of the volunteers down there that, you know, they, they get a lot of that grey nomad traffic and, and that's great. But but what I've started to see, um, and, and, you know, um, we're not that far from Brisbane and we're not that far from the Sunshine Coast and we're also pretty close to Toowoomba. Yep. Um, and we're starting to see, and perhaps there have been always a number of people who've travelled out here, but um, particularly recently I've seen a lot of younger couples and younger families sort of coming out this way, which is exciting. Because, you know, and, and I've seen it myself, we, we bought ourselves a caravan, we've travelled north and south. Yeah. Um, I think people are starting to realise that let's, cause, well, 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 we can't, we can't travel anywhere, yeah. let's put the money into a caravan and let's get away from the hustle and bustle where the open spaces, it feels a little bit safer. Yeah. But with that, there needs to be infrastructure, I guess, around that tourism. What, what do you see there? What will draw those sort of people out here? Well, that's right. I think, um, you know, it's one thing to be able to tell your story really well, um, but you also need lots of things for people to do when they come out here. I mean... We're very fortunate to have the beautiful Bunya Mountains yep. and I think a lot of people head out over to the beautiful Bunya Mountains. We can yeah. see them. Yeah, <laughs> we can see them. So from, I guess we should tell deck, people but... where, we, where we're actually recording this <laughs> podcast from. We're on your deck yes. overlooking King Arroyo. We've got the peanut solos right there and the beautiful Bunya Mountains in the background. That's right, up yeah. on Hospital Hill. It's uh, We certainly bought the house for the view. Yes. <laughs> And it's a work in progress. The house is a work in progress. But, Which is um, fantastic. But, you know. and, and like you said, you know, we've got that, that, that sort of that infrastructure. You know, we've got the rail trail now. The rail, That links, yes. you know, King Arroy. Well, actually, you can ride all the way from Ipswich right the way through to Kilkeven now. If you're now. super keen, Damo, <laughs> if you're super keen. But, no, that's yeah. why they have e-bikes now, you know, <laughs> so you only have to pedal a little bit. But you isn't know. it great to be able to see, like, to see that rail trail? You know, that's a really key piece of tourism infrastructure and finally yep. sort of coming into its own. And, and then the link from the, the rail trail to, you know, other tracks, you know, the McEwen Forest, you know, the Wondai Forestry, the, the, the mountain bike club's got that. Yes. You know, there's land being opened up by council at uh, Gordon Brook Dam. And, of course, in the next couple of years, there'll be the downhill track at the Bunyan Mountains as well. And, and that sort of infrastructure brings a whole level yep. of new tourism, sport tourism, 
um, to the region. Yes. I guess the one problem we've got maybe here in Kingaroy at the moment is if you come here on a weekend, um, and particularly if you just happen to be here on a Sunday, there's not much for you to actually do in Kingaroy itself. Yes. You have to drive once you get here. So for people who've driven from Brisbane three hours and they get to Kingaroy and then they have to drive again to get somewhere, it's, um, that's, that's one of our challenges that I see. And I guess that's where they're talking about staying another day, you know, not just coming out for the day, you know, booking overnight, whether you take your caravan, freak park up, mm. or one of the, the fantastic caravan parks, or the dams, yes. which is another fantastic bit of mm. infrastructure mm. that we have here. I guess that is the link, yes. you know, using those as your bases to move around. Yes, that's right. Yes. It's not just about the South Burnett. We've also got the fantastic North Burnett as well, which is just up the road. And when we say up the road, a couple of hours. But, you know, the infrastructure there, Gainda, they've just put in the, the fantastic river walk, which is just magnificent to sort of, you know, go along and ride your bike and, and look at those attractions. Mm -hmm. Of course, we've got festivals in the region. That's um, the, right. Uh, Gainda's got the... Uh, um, uh, the Orange Festival, Festival, yeah, which is great. Yeah. You know, Gamery. Look, I know Gamery's in, in the Gympie Regional Council, but it is our cousin. So, you know, we've got the Pumpkin Festival. We've got um, Bacon Fest. Uh, what else? The Avocado the Festival. The Avocado Festival in Blackbutt. Yeah. Do you think that's key to tourism now? Like, sh those events showcase... So people come here for a reason. They yeah. see what the area has to offer so maybe they'll come back again? I think that, I mean, that's exactly um, what we're trying to do with Bacon Fest and I know from speaking to a number of the other events that's that's key in their mind as well. It's an event provides an excuse for people to come to the region initially but the idea at an event is to sell the region and sell it as a great place to visit, a great place to be so that they want to come back. You want to um, encourage that repeat visitation as much as possible. And we've seen that with Bacon Fest. Yeah. I mean, we've had people who've come to the festival, loved the region so much and that they've actually here. moved here. Yes, and bought a house here. <laughs> and then ended up working at Swickers. Yes. So, um, so you know, um, I think that's evidence that, um, you know, it, it, it can work. It can work for a region. An event is a powerful, a powerful thing. And it's those events working together, like... I know many years ago, if you had an event, that was it, and you would not talk to another event because you were worried about losing people. But recently, in the last few years, everyone's working really closely together to and, and you know supporting each other's event you know, oh. with a, a stall there. So and it just makes sense, though, oh, doesn't it? Collaboration is key. I mean, the reality is that a lot of the, um, the grunt work being done on these events is being done by volunteers who yep. are doing it in their spare time out of the good of their hearts. So, um, you know, we want to make sure that volunteers don't burn out. We want to make sure that they work strategically. <laughs> what is it? Smarter, not harder. Yep. So um, by collaborating with other events and sharing resources, um, you know, as the Chief Baconier, I learnt so much from talking to other events and being part of this great regional events program called Revents that um, was run by an right. organisation called the Tilma Group. Um, yep. But yeah, incredible wealth of knowledge out there. There's no need to reinvent the wheel all the time and um, the more you can collaborate and share information, the better. I just want to go back a, a couple of steps where you were talking about when people come out, especially in Kingaroy, um, there's not a lot for people to do. You know, we get, we, we're starting to get some fantastic cafes uh, open up, but I guess the elephant in the room <laughs> is 
the CBD yes. of, of Kingaroy. And, and I guess if you look at uh, other areas, you know, like Butt Wondai, Mergen, you know, it's all being revamped. I know uh, there's the work being done in Gainder as well. Mm. If the CBD looks nice, people are more likely to stay a little bit longer and yeah. have a look around. CBD project, $11.4 million. It starts... Oh, I think in what month are we in? September, August, September, in maybe October. Yep. Do you think that will be key to? Oh, there's no doubt. This region, <laughs> like, I think so, and I think you know, I mean, we we are fortunate. On a Sunday, there are great cafes if you know where you're going yes. and you know what to look for. You've got the Whitbird Cafe, you've got Milana Gardens. You know, Rhonda Cath does a fabulous yep. job out there. You've got Kingsley Grove not far away. It's just you're right in the centre in the CBD. Um, you could hear a pin drop on yes. a Sunday. <laughs> um, but that revitalisation project, I think that'll that'll really lift the city um, to a new level. I mean, already my parents hadn't visited us um, for about two and a half years. Um, they recently came up um, to stay with us and, and they have noticed a change. In those two and a half years, you've got the IGA revitalisation that's yeah, happened that, that's in the right, past yeah, two years. Absolutely. You've got, um, you know, we've got that new entranceway to Kingroy Shopping World yeah. with Muffin Break right. and now the Windmill yeah, Bakery. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and Bunnings has gone in the last yeah. two years and, and, that, and the Roundabout and the Signs. So all of those little things combined with the C CBD revitalisation project will make a, a big deal. And, you know, I was thinking this morning, the council, they applied three times for that grant money yep. and got knocked back and it was only the third time that they were successful. So, you know, hats off to um, the Mayor, Keith Campbell, yep. and his persistence in, in making that happen. Yeah, uh, and look, I couldn't agree more. The, the other thing, you know, with attractions, like we've got Monto, the silos that have just been painted yes. there. That was a, a, a project that was driven by Monto Magic, their, their business uh, council. I guess this is... Business is a massive part of tourism, isn't it? You know, it might not be a destination business mm. like, you know, the wineries, but it could be the fact that it is a cafe or, or, or an eatery that people will go to. Yes. And when they go to somewhere nice, they, they tend to stay around. When we travel in our caravan, we always look for somewhere where we can park, where there is a park for, for the mm. kids to play. A nice clean toilet yeah. um, is so important. But we want to go to somewhere where we can get a feed quickly and easily as well. Yeah. I think if we can sort of combine all this, we're, we're going to be pretty well on the right path in the next couple of years. But it's not going to happen overnight, hey? No, it's just a continual work in progress, yeah. I think. I mean, in terms of, you know, a destination cafe, you only have to look at the Gamiri Bakery. Yeah. And the queues up there on a Sunday um, are just insane. And it started Similar. and it started from nothing, really. Yes. Yeah. Similar to the Black Buck Bakery. Yep. I mean, that's, um, that's a key stop-off point for anybody travelling to the and South yeah. Bend. And you know when something is being talked about and spoken about. So yes. Nova came up here and, and did a, a promo there. Like, for Nova to come out of the city, like, for them even to get in the car to drive up the Bruce Highway, that's huge. Yeah, that is so huge. this is where, I guess, I sort of come in with my business and my promotions hat on, where businesses need to be thinking outside of your region and, and, and making sure they're letting people from other areas know about them, eh? Hey? Yeah. 
And I think the other thing too is that, um, you know, if you walk into most of the tourism um, businesses at the moment in Kingaroy, um, they're having a great time. <laughs> Out at Milana Gardens, Rhonda Kath was smiling because yes. she said that they've never been busier. Um, crane Wines, I was out there a couple of weeks ago. Um, just before I arrived, there was a big family from the Sunshine Coast who walked away with cases of wine. Um, you know, and, and, and they have been busier than they have been in a long time. And I, I don't think those businesses are alone. Um, and, and what really needs to happen now um, at the moment while they've got people visiting, I think businesses, um, they'd be wise to sort of capitalise on those good times, get those people while they're happy, yeah. <laughs> talk to them, capture their stories and then, and you know, um, try and spread those stories further afield so that, um, you know, this region gains real momentum and, and that momentum sort of can carry into the future. Yep. I think um, in the South Burnett, you know, um, the people that live here are the best ambassadors you could have for the region. We've yep. all, everyone who lives here has a responsibility or a, you know, um, to, to get out there and talk to people about yep. where they live and invite them back and, and, and tell them the good stuff that they are able to do here and, um, you know, be region proud. Um, you know, that's, I'd love everybody in the South Burnett to be really proud of the place that they live and, and, they and, and want to invite people. Yep here for a weekend, for longer, <laughs> plenty to do. <laughs> so look, we've, we've covered a fair bit of information. At the time of this recording, visit South Bennett. Um, so council uh, struck an agreement with uh, the local tourism body, Visit South Bennett Inc, um, which is made up of um, all different uh, tourism bodies, uh, wineries, um, the accommodation, um, events, uh, sport tourism as well. And they are waiting to hear back about their $140,000 proposal to mm. council. Now, so that proposal is broken up into two sections. Um, $80,000 is to be used to uh, employ a tourism development officer mm. and then $60,000 for marketing. Mm. Now, you've spent a lot of time in the, in the marketing space. You've got friends in, you know, marketing businesses. Is 60K going to be enough to do enough for tourism in this region? Um, it's not a huge budget when it's got to stretch over, you know, 12 months. Yes. I'm, I'm thinking that the $140,000 is an annual, um, you know, amount that they're, they're going for. Um, I, think, I think to get the impact that you need and get the cut through, um, you know, you're looking at a significant amount of dollars, a significant number of dollars. Um, so that's going to be a challenge for this new group to yep. be able to... Um, get the cut through without the, um, you know, the bigger muscle, I guess you could say, of, you know, an organisation like Southern Queensland Country Tourism or Tourism and Events Queensland. But, you know, they're going to have a crack. Um, I guess the good thing is they're aligned with Southern Queensland Country Tourism, yes. which is great. So they've, they've got that backing there. Everyone in, in this space is very, very excited. Mm, mm. What will happen if they don't get the money? What, what do you see happening and what are we, what are we going to do? I don't know, don't I? <laughs> I'm, I'm, sorry I put put like I'm sorry to put you on the spot there, but this is really important. Know. Well, you know, I think the council um, needs to spend that money somewhere. The only way you're going to get the story out about the South Burnett is by spending money. Yep. Um, you've got to be strategic in that spend. You don't want to waste dollars. Um, but, you know, um, public relations, I mean, that's, that's a favourite... Um, means of mine of, of getting the word out there because I think editorial can be quite powerful. Yes. Um, but, you know, um, advertising... When I was on the uh, Wine and Food in the Park Committee, um, 
when I first moved to the South Burnett, I took an ad out in the Q Weekend magazine, yep. um, a half-page ad, um, and we had some grant money to support that spend. But it was, I think, about four, five thousand dollars for that half-page ad oh, wow. in the Q Weekend magazine, which is a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> um, for a one-off ad, you know? Um, so, I mean, we there's a lot of people that read that magazine. Yep. Um, there's a lot of eyeballs that see that ad. Um, but, but yeah, to get real cut through, you need that ongoing spend week in, week out. You need to repeat the message over and over again. And, and to be able to do that um, is, is challenging, but, you know, um, it's possible. Yep. Look, <laughs> I, I, I hope it works mm. um, because... I guess my business relies on tourism and, and events uh, greatly. Yes. And um, I, I, I don't know how it will work, but I, I just hope it does. And, I, and like you said, I think if the tourism body can do what they do, but every single person and business in the region can do their own bit mm. to, to promote themselves. And when you promote yourself, you are promoting the region. I think we're on the right direction. Um, in the coming years here. Yeah, exactly. We need everyone to be ambassadors of the South Burnett. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, if Visit South Burnett can supplement that with a bit of activity over the top, if they're successful in getting yep. that funding, um, then then that's a good thing. Kath, thanks very much for being on the first episode of Martu Review and Us. And great topic, tourism. Uh, we could have spoken for days on this one. And uh, we'll have you back for another chat very soon. Look forward to it. Thanks, Damo. After recording this episode, South Burnett Regional Council did fund Visit South Burnett Inc. $70,000 for six months with the ability for then review in February. We will catch up with Visit South Burnett Inc. once they have decided how this money will be spent and see what will happen in this space. This is the Martu Review.